You are listening to a podcast of the Geek.io Media Network. For all of our shows and more, visit geek-io.net. And to help support the network, head over to patreon.com slash geek.io. Hello, gentle listener. While Geek.io holds its talent to the highest standards, what follows will likely involve the sort of language usually reserved for sailors on leave. If you're of a delicate disposition, then perhaps you would consider a different podcast. Geeking out across the globe, hold on to your butts, it's the Geek.io Show! The Geek.io Show! Hooray, that was Yes, indeed, friends! Help! Getting louder. Hello and welcome to <laughs> Geek I.O. Show, episode number 248. Your rant review of Rurouni Kenshin Origins, as it's known in some places, or Rurouni Kenshin live action movie. Recorded the 31st of May, 2018. I'm your host, CJ. Get the, the Kairos again. Hey, hey, Fragul. Fragul. Yeah. Hey, you saw that movie, right? Yeah, I saw that movie. That's how you be a goddamn samurai! Vote. I'm Raul, not overcompensating for anything with this sword. I I have no idea what's happening. I'm Dale, and we interrupt this program for a random luncheon to lose Campbell. I'm Rachel, and even though I can't breathe, you're still going to want to kill him. (laughs) I'm Carrie, reverse sword form. I get that joke. I'm yeah. Josh Deguzaru. <laughs> I don't get uh, that joke. <laughs> did you did you watch it uh, subtitled or yeah you watched it subtitled? I watched it subtitled. Yeah. Uh, Deguzaru is the um is a samurai. Uh, it's like a speech tick that samurai use. Ah, okay. Like there a you speech go. Form. Like instead of saying des, they say Deguzaru. Okay. There you go. A, a lot of the the brilliance in Sato Takeru's performance is in his speech patterns and how he changes them based on which Kenshin he's playing, basically. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, this is, of course, the final episode of our anime month. And talk about Rurouni Kenshin. Uh, I got it off of Voodoo. It could be seen other places. A lot of other places. And you can get it on Blu-ray. I did not have time to get those, though. So, I rented it on Voodoo. It's four bucks. Voodoo, Voodoo, you do Voodoo. A former assassin who is resolved never to kill again has his vow sorely tested. This was released 25th of August, 2012. It says, the main actors, which um, originally had we had the IMDb listed in here, and they just like kind of threw everything, like threw names into a bucket and just kind of spilled them out everywhere. <laughs> Takeru Sato is the titular Kenshin Himura. Yu Aoi is Megumi Takani. Emi Takai, Takei, Kaoru Kamiya. Teru Kagawa, I almost made it through, goddammit, is uh, Kanryu Takeda. Yosuke Akuji is Saito Hajime. And Muraketa Aoki is Sanosuke Sagora. 
Trivia. This is based on the I just copied and pasted everything from my NDV in, alright? Uh, through Gain, the masked henchman of Conryum, uh, or nope, thy, though, though Gain, the masked henchman of Conryum, is based off the character with the same name from the manga. He's much more in common with the Hanria. Hanya. <laughs> from the manga. Gain is heavily scarred and works as Conryum's messenger. Like Hanya, while his outfit, personality, and wire work is more in line with Gain from the ma- from the manga, his mask combination of both uh, Gain and manga uh, Hanya's mask. Neither of them use guns or wakasaji in the manga. However, uh, spoiler in the series in the original series, Sosuke's mammoth sword is destroyed by Kenshin in the opening fight between them. But in this film, Sosuke just leaves it in the yard. I love this is just dripping with so much unenthusiasm. I love it. He kicked it into a bunch of guys and just left it there. Well, I mean, they were going into close quarters. There's not a whole lot you can do with a sword like that inside. True. Still. Yeah, it was a brawler scene. Well, he did a thing, I guess. Uh-huh. Literally what that was. Alright, um... You know what money can't buy? What you're begging for right now. Your life. These are quotes, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were just <laughs> leaving it out there. Um, Dale, do you want to be Karu? Uh, sit, sit here and be awkward until somebody says something else. I, 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 something I, else. Moving on. Something Moving else. On. I, I'm not going to be playing a character today, thanks, though. No one? Okay. Uh. <laughs> Raul, you're Kauru. Be my Kauru. Right. I'll Raul. be your Kauru. Yes. Yeah, get that high-pitched voice going. Kenshin, don't! <laughs> don't become a mad slayer again! Please don't kill him, Kenshin! Just as good as the English voice work. Quality, <laughs> <laughs> then. Don't even, Josh. <laughs> Don't you fucking dare. The dub is great. No, 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 no. The dub is great. Don't you fucking dare. Raul Gaza, ladies and gentlemen. This is MPP. Go for it. Standing applause. I can't believe I do use that voice. <laughs> it, it's okay, Raul. The lozenges are in the mail. Exactly. I had to buy some bulk after CJ's recent uh, episode of the Kairos. I'm gonna, I'm gonna play this game now. <laughs> and then the dev comes in and is like, "Oh, what the fuck is happening?" <laughs> yeah, I know. Firewall on that airship. Right. <laughs> yeah, he's in character. Oh, okay. Blow that up. Blow that up. Blow that up. Blow that up. Oh, it's a character. Okay, well, cool. Welcome home, Kenshin. <laughs> I'm home. I am. <laughs> Hope <laughs> that I am right now. I'm that I am. Yeah. That I am. <laughs> Nope. Uh, no, that's not it. Don't it's... translate speech ticks. Home. Home, I am that. <laughs> Believe <laughs> it. You should not translate speech ticks. Yeah, sure. Yeah, say, that to, say that to Siri. If you're going to translate them, at least translate them well. It added a, it added a flavor to Kenshin that didn't, like, doesn't, that's one of the few things that doesn't translate well over into this. Like, speech ticks don't necessarily translate well. I think I loved what they did within the mo- and so the, what's yeah. the so 
Oh, go ahead. What's the Japanese speech tick that he has? That the... Degozaru. Oh, okay. A lot of his sentences, if you watch it uh, subtitled, and I highly recommend you do, just because one of the things that is best about this movie is Sato Takeru's performance. And yeah. it's um, you can hear it on the ends of sentences when he's in his more genteel form. Yeah, and when when he does his Yoda speech, is the Degazaru. No, it's 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 a samurai way of speaking that is obviously not used anymore. It would be very it would be considered very antiquated today. Um, but he's basically using highly formal samurai speech because mm. in Japan and in Japanese. The forms of verbs you use, the pronouns you use, your vocabulary, all of those things change based on your gender, your role in society, your class, your rank. And now they nowadays they still do that, but back then it was even more diversified. Right. And the Degozaru tick is specific to samurai. So... <clears throat> I, the, the anime of this, and I never really got into the sub too much because I didn't really like Kenshin's uh, voice in the sub in the anime. Um, the dub of this is one of my favorite anime of all time. Um, <clears throat> so between that and you two, Josh Carey talking this movie up, there was a real high bar um, to get across for me in this. Okay. And... It was, and I knew I knew coming into this strictly because it's a dub thing. Josh is going to talk shit about it, and he's wrong. It's okay, Josh. It's all right to be wrong. Uh, you, you know, just just remember the taste of those words on your mouth, because it's going to be coming right back at you. I mean, again, so, every time I, I had I a dollar, I can tell what you're setting up for, and I will tell you preemptively, it's okay to be wrong. So it's okay to be wrong that I fucking love this movie. Okay, bye. Zero. Ah. <laughs> Zero out of ten. <laughs> worse than worse than uh, sausage party. I'm gonna I'm gonna Spider-Man Homecoming this. I'm gonna be a zero out of ten. Worse than sausage party. Um, now tell us how you really feel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let, let me let me get my clipboard here and you know kick back in my chair. Yeah. Right. Uh, oh yeah. So I blasted Dale. Blasted Raul. Um, I'm afraid to blast Rachel because she, you know, is my wife. You'd like to sleep tonight. Your ass. Um. Oh yeah. Um oh yeah. Josh oh yeah. Josh Fire. I watch anime movies because I want to have dumb shit happen and the anime translate and I didn't get that. It was too real. <laughs> and now I'm going to do the carry shot and just tell me to calm down and be nice. <laughs> okay, no. Here, here. Here's your dumb shit. That fucking Hanya J-Rock ass motherfucker. <laughs> I love that guy in his stupid ass. He's really dumb. Head. No, all right. So I, I actually really like this movie. <laughs> it's a good movie. I'll give you that. Um, it, it, it didn't capture me, like except for Kenshin. It didn't capture me as much as the anime did. Um, Kaoru <laughs> felt very watered down and more like a woman than a badass than she, did, than she felt like in the anime. But then again, it's been a while since I've seen the first arc. So I remember her being super good and super strong and a super, you know, great person later in the anime. She may not have been that when she started, but I remember her being a really strong person in this one. She was kind of a woman <laughs> until the yeah. end. 
Cowder was very token girl, and you can see signs of where they're plot they're planning probably on her growing from. But my God, was she a damsel in this? I mean, yeah. She had some moments, like, where she actually stood up to Gine was really cool. Yeah, and she never did the subservient look to Kenshin or anybody. Like, so I'll give her that. But yeah, it was absolutely, hey, look, there's your damsel in distress. Go, Sarai! Now, that said, my God, Sato Takeru in this movie. Yes, um, I am so stoked to see him as Hiro, the villain of Inuyashiki, the live action of that. And my God, that is a dark point. That is a very, very, very dark uh, role. And I cannot wait to see how he performs it. (laughs) He's got the chops for it is the thing. Oh, yeah. No, I don't doubt that. Like, and you kind of saw that towards the end of the uh, towards the end of this when he went full manslayer. And but like that is a like that's a Heath Ledger level, like dark role. So like I want to see I want to see how he performs that Um, because and I don't and it won't be on him if he screws it up. I don't think it'll be on the writers if they do weird things with it. But mm-hmm. this is a villain that like you have like really good reason to hate and it's an irredeemable villain. Like and he, So we're not talking about Kenshin anymore. We'll get back to that. We're talking about Sato Takeru's villain. Mostly. <laughs> I have faith in him. A little uh, bit of background on Sato Takeru. He is a common Rider alumnus. Um, he played uh, him and Jine both actually. Oh, nice. He, I thought he kind of had a common Rider look about him, but I don't know who he played. He um, plays Skull in Double. Okay. Um, Sato Takeru played the lead in Common Rider Deno. He played Ryotaro, the hero, who is a lovable, clumsy dork, basically. He starts ends- the series in a tree on his bike. Yeah. No explanation as to how exactly he got up there, but that is the level of bad luck this gentleman has in this series. And over the course of the show, he ends up sharing his body with five different, basically, spirits, and they can take over and control him at will. (laughs) And so he's playing six characters at once, and you watch him switch between them at the drop of a hat. And his expression changes, his posture changes, his body language changes, his speech patterns change. There's visual cues because it's a kid's show when he switches, but you don't need them. And you see that translate over into Kamen Rider, or not Kamen Rider, into uh, Kenshin. Kenshin, where he can be the, the cute little Oro Kenshin and then immediately go super fucking dark. Oh, yeah. And like I said, I don't it, it, with that if if that's screwed up, I don't blame him because he obviously has the range and the ability to do it. I don't doubt that. I'm if it's screwed up, I'm definitely going to blame, you know, direction and writing. Um so that's that's where I'm going to come on that one. Um this is the first thing that I've seen him in because uh I am with common writer how some people are with Doctor Who and just kind of go uh yeah, they're they're bug superheroes sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. If you ever decide you want to give it a chance, Josh and I can up. recommend you based on preferences. Yeah, I would take Not- on Common Writer before I take on um, Sentai, merely to piss off Josh. <laughs> honestly, honestly, I see you more as a Common Writer person anyway, of the oh, two. So, oh, yeah, from the two that I know, yes, absolutely. So Common oh. Writer and um, Super Sentai, I mean, they're two different 
series that they oh yeah destroyed um but like and they haven't like, destroyed common rider yet they tried According- once that's how we got masked rider in the 90s i was gonna say was that big bad beetleborgs because that was ironically big bad amazing beetleborgs is actually based on b fighter kabuto which was a metal heroes series oh okay no but what i'm saying is that is, is that like for any like actor like oh yeah i was on common rider like for a season or for well because see the thing is every season it's a different common rider yeah. So each each story is unique. And so basically when someone has been common rider, that's kind of like a a launching point for them. Oh, okay. Like you'll actually see a lot with like um the the Bleach live action movie that's coming out later this year, I think later this year. July, has some common has some common rider alumni in. Hope so I I I hope that is going to be good. I doubt it will be, but man, I hope it's going to be good. <laughs> okay. But um yeah. Uh, another interesting little point about Sato Takaru is he is actually a breakdancer. Oh. I I cannot Ooh. doubt that some of the stunts that Kenshin pulls in that movie are actually Sato Takaru. Oh, yeah, definitely. In, and like in from the a- end fight scene when he pulls that hand spin, that is more than likely 100% him. From another, we have a... Um... With, with that, yeah, it's just like the way that it's held, like it would be very hard for them to have a stunt double pull off those. So, I mean, between that and his common writer, like, I'm sure he's used to being yanked around on pulleys and wires and shit oh, like that. Oh, there was so, so many wires in this movie. Oh, yeah. Like, sometimes I, mean, I could see them. Like, I mean, and there was a scene where they were literally drew him a wire and dragged him up to the roof. Like, they weren't... Well, that was, they, that was meant to be. Like, that was, that was meant to be like that. Yeah, I, um, I get by that. By the way, but, we have another uh, Bushido. Bushijo. Bishojo. <laughs> There we go. I mean, oh, Bushido yeah. is appropriate too. Yes, we have another uh, Bishojo conte- uh, contest winner. I said Bishojo right this time, but not contest. The fuck is wrong with that? Contest or contest? Contest, contest or contest? Um, with uh, what concert? Do we have a concert? With Kaoru. Uh, <laughs> Maybe. Uh, Emi Takei, uh, who plays Kaoru, is another Bishojo. Uh, winner, which, if you remember correctly, basically labels her the most beautiful girl in Japan. And then she okay. can go. And then she can go to the concert. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> so remember no. how I was complaining about the costuming in Full Metal Alchemist? Mm. Yeah. It's so much better in this. It oh is. Oh my god! Yes. Like. Obviously, it's very clearly anime-inspired in places, and I'm not even going to get into friggin' J-Rock dude because he's his own special snowflake. All of the... Uh, shit, I almost called him a Jimbo Gatana. Whatchamacallit? Their period... Uh, it's, it's anime-inspired, accurate. but you can see people wearing this in a world. Yeah. yeah. It's not completely crazy like... Uh... If uh, there was a live-action Yu-Gi-Oh, right? Yeah, or like Ed Elric's hair. Yeah. Oh, um, I don't know. Was that a real hair? Was that his real hair for Kenshin, or was that a, a wig? I know that the top part was his real hair. Because oh. it looks exactly like his real hair that he wore in Kamen Rider, but he may have had extensions for the ponytail. So, um... I'm upset, you guys, about this. I, one thing I am actually Aww. legitimately upset about: there's no Aoshi in this. Oh yeah. Um, 
no Lord Aoshi, and that made me sad. The weird, like, frozen haired weird guy that they transposed the the fake Batosai over was uh, in Aoshi's spot, and it made me sad that it wasn't Aoshi. Oh. One thing we- that kind of annoyed me about all the villains. Oh, those guys were the best. I love the cronies. <laughs> yeah, the cronies were fantastic. Like the dude that was behind uh, Turtle Face on the when he was manning the, when, when he was manning the gun. That guy was amazing. <laughs> and here's the thing: is because this movie uses color and texture and lighting and contrast so fucking well. Like, when you see when he's going, when Kenshin's been pulled out of jail and he's going to see Yamaguchi-san and he's all dirty and everything's all gritty and then he walks into this room and there's, like, gold and these beautiful over-overlaid screens and everything's all shiny and fancy and clean. And then you get these yes-men henchmen following uh, Kanju around and their fans are fluttering constantly. They're always in this state of, like nervous fluttery tension just waiting to leap onto his extra his every move and that translates really well into the constant motion of the fans these guys are never sitting still yeah they're always waiting for their chance to kiss up well this was exactly in, in a very anime way like nobody was ever sitting still in this there was always movement and always um interesting camera placements that sometimes were not great the camera work on this was probably the weakest part of it um, like but just, there were some gorgeous shots. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. But most of them were just like mostly establishing shots. So, like once you started actually having camera, where like once you started having people in there, that's where it's sometimes, not all the time, sometimes started falling apart. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. A little they, bit. I did like how how they sprinkled in a little bit of Samurai X in there. Well, Samurai X is a very like it's an important part of Kenshin's backstory, and for a for a show thank you baby for a show that is um you know for a movie that is meant to be an introductory point to people like you need to have some kind of backstory uh, you need to have some kind of thing from the samurai x timeline in there for those who don't know samurai x is the is uh kenshin's time as batosai the manslayer mm-hmm. uh, and that was the first bit of the movie when he you know threw the sword down and how that weird juxtaposition of fake Potosai slash Aoshi wannabe guy was there. Uh, he was so <laughs> weird. Aoshi's one of my favorite characters. He's so weird, yeah, though. He evolved through the entire series. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, the rest of the mo- the mooks are gone, but Aoshi stays around. And he becomes, like, he's always kind of there and always, like, really an antagonist. Like, He's he's never he's hard, I don't know he's never a good guy he's always an antagonist he's always a bad guy and like it's he's really well done and he doesn't exist. I th- was this before they announced the other two movies, Josh? I think that might be the case because yeah, there's two more movies. Yeah, I know, and right. I'm gonna be uh, I need to borrow them from you guys before <laughs> I go on my trip. So- um. So that might be why if they didn't think that the, if they weren't sure if they were going to get a sequel, they might not have wanted to leave that plot thread hanging. And that's fair. Uh, is he in the other ones or? I honestly cannot remember. Okay. I don't think I've actually seen the third movie. We've watched the second. 
Yeah, we've watched the second. We've seen the first one like four or five times at this point. Gotcha. Yeah, I, um, yeah, I'm gonna like I said, I'm gonna have to borrow those two from you and uh, rip them from before I go on my trip. Borrow uh, the DVDs and play them in my DVD player. Not gonna work. Uh, DMCA is not a thing in that case. This is fair use, and I'm not recording. I'm, I'm aware. I'm aware. So, I'm around this tale. Um. So what about Dale, who has never seen the anime? Uh, what about Dale? And yeah, so I just yeah. referred to myself in the third person. Dale hated it because what about they- Dale. What about Dale? It isn't fair. He doesn't speak Japanese and couldn't figure out the subtitles. Can't you see? Okay, so I, you had subtitles. I know. I, I, once I turned them on, literally have no excuse. I had to. I had to turn Did them you on first. Yeah, I know. You poor, poor thing. I worked so hard for those subtitles. Um, yes, if you press all the buttons, subtitles will appear on this episode too. Don't. <laughs> yeah, that's a hundred percent accurate. Um, so don't get more work for me, Dale. That it is <laughs> more work for it's me. Than accurate that it is. See, no, see, Raúl, what you do is you just put uh, subtitles in, but they're just nothing but this the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's hello. That's how... My name is Dale. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Australian. Hello, that I am. Water Buffalo. I heard you like <laughs> subtitles. Hi, my name is Water Buffalo, and I uh, heard that you want me to subtitle your episodes. You want me to provide subtitles? You, you the, the people don't understand what, what I'm saying. So I have to put text down there so people can read it. Do you see how that works? Literally explaining yeah. how subtitles work. What has my podcasting career come to? Anyway, so this movie... I, I liked I liked this movie a decent amount. It it is a good movie. It's not a great movie. Like like CJ said, some of the camera stuff was a little off in a lot of the fight sequences. I think but I'm probably more forgiving in that case because it's a hustle and a tussle to get camera crews out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and this was all real fight work. This wasn't shitty CGI. Oh, yeah. this was this was real fighting. Yeah. Fight scenes in this actually Okay. I was sitting coloring. I've had the day from hell. Our daughter has been sass frass and our son has been a big dickweed today. Mm-hmm. Yay, summer vacation. So I'm literally sitting there with, with my coloring book and my gel pens. Just coloring, looking up, listening. Because I understand enough Japanese that I don't have to watch the whole thing and I can kind of get it. Not 100%, but the gist. So words that would keep me off and I'd be like, huh, what's that? Get up, read. And then, one, the music. Oh, yeah. The score in this. I looked up at one point I'm like, CJ, I need the soundtrack. I yeah, haven't. I have not been get trying to, to source the uh, soundtrack. Okay, cool. I might have <laughs> yeah, to borrow but... that from you. I need that soundtrack because yes, the music can... throughout the entire movie is just, you know, even during fight scenes, it's that very. I don't want to say it's understated for the fight scenes because some of them it actually enhances the fight scene, but you're not so much listening to the music in this overdramatic bullshit. You're listening right. to something that actually complements the grace of these battles that they're having because let's face it 
when you're running around with a sword taller than you are, <laughs> and the music is playful and fun, but still showing the the seriousness of the situation, you kind of go, that really works. And that comes back to the superb sound in this. Like, just uh, outside of the score, the, just the sound design in this and the sound mixing. And and I think, to, to your point, Rachel, where it just, it's not i don't want to again i don't want to say it's muted but it's this it's a, definitely an undertone and you could definitely hear dialogue you can definitely hear the clinking of the swords which is the name of my yeah. stage show coming soon but also Tearful like metal alchemist that's what metal sounds like sorry dale continue no, no I, I was, <laughs> it's not took the next line out of my mouth <laughs> like yeah full metal alchemist even death note this is what good sound mixing is, and I know it's it's an odd hang-up that my well, two odd hang-ups on technical production is color palettes. Well, I mean, we, we can say that Japan mixing. knows how to do samurai movies. I mean, you, think? <laughs> you would yeah, hope. Yeah, you would think they would know how to do Full Metal Alchemist. That's yeah, true, which was like, a Japanese movie. Sorry, Carrie. Yeah, but and that just goes to what Dale is saying, like how in Full Metal Alchemist, it threw us out of it because... Al didn't make metal sounds. Ed's automail didn't make metal sounds. And in this, yeah. you hear the clinging and clanging of metal. You hear the kachunk of the sword when it's hitting the ground off screen, mind you. Right. Yeah. You hear the whooshing of the swords, but it's not distracting. It enhances your immersion into the movie. And then yeah. you get the soundtrack and the score playing along with that. When he's finding the, uh, the ninja with the guns, the little short sword that he's dodging that just go ting 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 yeah um and it's just again sound mixing for me personally is a huge it's it's a make or break for most movies yeah and i feel like this movie along with full metal alchemist i feel like it only review on a technical level i could i can i can clearly tell if something's off Plot-wise, I can kind of go, and that's when I come here and go, "Hey, this is seems out of order. Am I am I insane or am I not?" But yes. in this movie, I ha yes, but also, like, that didn't happen here. Everything kind of plot-wise kind of flowed. Yeah, it was two hours and fourteen minutes. Uh, mind you, maybe a bit long. They could have cut a few things. Touch long. Uh, editing didn't seem to exist much but in this case is kind of good because it fleshes out the movie to be this big piece and someone correct me if I'm wrong because I'm 100% sure I am the other two movies the, the idea of them probably came after this movie it's not like they set out to do a trilogy beforehand like Full Metal Alchemist wanted a sequel which the hilarious thing I've said all day. Uh, but, you know what I mean? Like, they did the th other two movies on top of this. It wasn't the original concept. They, they wanted to make sure this one was great as a standalone. Exactly. That's Hey, that's what I was... <laughs> Thanks, yeah, and that's, and that's the reason why it ended like it did. With the, yeah. I'm home, you know... Honey, honey, hi, honey home I am. With only the anime fans knowing that there's more. Yeah. And yeah. this could be, like... This movie is like, okay, this is a cool movie. Let me go check out the manga it's based on. Oh, let me check out the anime. Yeah. 
Right, which I think yeah. there's how many seasons? But it's all on Netflix, so you've got that. Well, there's two that matter. <laughs> there's two that matter. <laughs> is, it, is it the beginning and then the... Uh, no, the beginning is at the end, and it's a great piece. The 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 <laughs> yes, it is. You don't really play it in the show because it's licensed only in Japan. The Shishio arc. Yeah, it it the it end the anime ends after the Shishio arc. No matter what they try and tell you otherwise. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's like forty something episodes after the Shishio arc. None of them matter. Oh, that's Kenshin GT. That's not canon. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the previous incarnation of this show. Because there's something about Christians, there's something about another... <laughs> Wait! Uh, hey, master. Yes, yes. yes. No, no, no. It, like, you have, you have Kenshin's complete arc. Like, you have a very well-done and well-told arc with Kenshin. And then you have balls to the wall, nothing makes sense. And a like, random divert about Christians for some reason. Because yeah. that's what anime likes to do. See, yeah, because they, they, they pick up yeah. on, like, Oh, Christians were persecuted because they were in 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 in, in Japan. Turn of the what was it? Turn of the century. Yeah, because it was a very what what is it? It's Buddhism, right? Yes, Buddhism and Shintoism. Shintoism, yep. that's the other one. Yeah, and the Japanese culture around that time it was very. Very anti anything but Japan, really. Yeah, like, they were very isolationist. Yeah. yeah, that's the word I'm looking for. I could barely say. I can't say contest. <laughs> what, it's what was very that? It's ethnocentric. ethnocentric. Oh, ethnocentric. Yes. And not to mention also that the heart of Shintoism is that basically everything around you, with the exception of certain things, has a soul, and so you treat everything around you with respect. Yeah. And. For that, for this Western religion to come in and say, no, none of that has a soul. The only God that matters is this one that I'm showing you way over here. To them, that's like heresy. Mm. So I can see how they wouldn't be too fond of that. Right. Yeah. I mean, just just, just look at the two different ways the uh, the dojo is treated. You have the, the, the ruffians that just come in, drag their dirty shoes all over the place, and then... In the middle of kicking all of their asses, Kenshin stops to take his shoes off and bow. Yeah, right. because that's how you're supposed to enter a dojo. You're supposed to mm-hmm. bow towards the front, right? Or yep. towards the wherever the the uh, I don't want to say shrine, but yeah, to to, the, to basically like where where the and every dojo or dojang has one like. The front of it where the teacher stands there might be a sign for mine it was where the flags hung and the principles of the art hang mm-hmm. up front there and yeah. that's where you bow before stepping onto the floor onto the mat into the room wherever it happens to be because yep. of different building configurations yeah and like he, he he just walks up there politely Bows and then he proceeds to politely kicks all of their asses. <laughs> yeah. Politely kicks all of their asses. Oh, and he beats like up. half of them with just bare hands. Yep. Which true samurai? Yes, they they were masters in hand to hand combat, the bow and the sword. It just it's just a, a lot of uh, samurai movies show them just swords. Yeah, the sword is highly romanticized, but they absolutely, they could fight with a spear, they could fight with a bow, they always had a, like, a wakizashi on them as a sidearm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, but, like, 
yeah, they were very well-rounded warriors. And that warrior culture, yeah, they, they train from a young age with everything because they have to be deadly with everything. Even samurai women trained in the bow and spear. Hmm. Because if you were a samurai wife while your husband was off fighting, you were responsible for keeping the house safe. Literally. Yep. Uh, that's what kind of irritated me about uh, Kaoru in this is she is designed to be a strong person and it just kind of falls flat. Um, and that makes me very sad. That is an understandable and not a misplaced concern. Um, and, and that's one thing, like, Rachel's probably working on schoolwork. Um, I know she's working on travel stuff for Australia. Um, so I'm going to talk a little bit for her until she tells me to shut up and let me talk to herself. This is what Ra- this is what I got Rachel, and it was completely accidental. This is what I got Rachel addicted to anime on. Um, uh, between this and Fully Cooly, but I basically mm-hmm. started watching Fully Cooly just to make you twist. Season two next month. Uh, Fully Cooly and uh, Inuyasha, um, as well. But, yeah, we we uh, didn't realize that Inuyasha at the time was bad. <laughs> <laughs> We do now, and now we wa- now we like it ironically. <laughs> okay, as you do. I, I do like um, that they did what they didn't do in Full Metal Alchemist. They this movie act changed. well, uh, do well, action well. Okay, uh, no, 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 no. plot well. <laughs> okay, the um, the the no killing. They made that the center point, and they made it that he was towards the end there that he was fighting that urge. Yeah, well, it's because I mean he was going to fight, he was going to kill for the woman he loved, and and that was the and you finally got to see the Kauru that you love come through that that the fans love come through with realizing that she is strong willed enough to be able to break this horseshit spell that this wannabe Aoshi cast on her. Isn't <laughs> the anime doesn't but it's not like, sorcery. I know it's not sorcery. <laughs> um, in the anime doesn't. Just- she like beat the crap out of Kenshin a couple of times, like yeah, like and she doesn't really like she. Admittedly, he's pulling his punches a lot in that, but yeah, she goes like she takes him a couple of times, and towards later, she's one of the ones who takes down alone one of the one of the main bad guys of uh, the uh, not Oniwabon the um... Shinsengumi. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it's kind of like. Um, in the anime, she kind of like forces him as a reason to move in with her because he needs to help with repairs. Yes. Because he destroys that dojo in the anime. Yeah, he do. He does in the movie, too. Yeah, he do. messes it up quite well. By the way, I love Yahiko's uh, kid logic of, I'm cleaning this dojo. I'm going to start scrubbing the middle of the floor. <laughs> yep. Yahiko was great oh in this. God, yes. actor, He's a for... better actor than the people in Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah, <laughs> like... Better yeah, acting I, when, than... When he came on, I was a little frightened. Like, because Yahiko yeah. is... I mean, his character is designed to be obnoxious. I mean... Like, <laughs> which is really funny because he grows up to be one hell of a badass. Uh, oh. Did you guys read the most recent one, the the one that came out this last year, before he before we found out the uh, manga because a jackass? No, no. 
Wait, uh, the manga is still going? No, no, no. no. Well, yes and no. Uh, it, it came back. Uh, we're, and it's 15 years later, I think, or something like that. And uh, Yahiko's all grown up. And um, I'm not going to get too far into it, but Yahiko's all grown up. And um, it, only mass- it only got out like six issues before the mangaka got outed for being a... Uh, being uh, sexist, even for Japanese standards, we'll go with that. Ooh, boy! Um, and now it's like uh, separate the art from the artist, maybe. This is—I'm trying really hard to. And <laughs> like, that's getting harder and harder. It turns out. Um, what was uh, but yeah, what? there's there's one that comes after, and like, and the people who you think are going to get together get together, and it's kind of rote for that one, and then. Like on the relationship level, like there's no surprises. There is no, what the fuck do you mean that Naruto married uh, what's her face, and uh, why the hell are what's her face and uh, and uh, Shadow Dude together? What the hell is this? What's her face getting around? Apparently, um, but my first introduction to that kid, I don't remember the name. I don't remember the nerve. Okay, that, yes, yeah, okay. Um, my first introduction to him ever is going up <laughs> to the place saying, I'm an orphan, feed me, woman, basically. <laughs> my first introduction to this character. That's actually ever. pretty in character, Graham. Like, that was, <laughs> that was, that was, that was done completely within his boundaries of a character. Like, I know, and I know that's. Basically, wasn't he basically like, he's a little shit, but you have to love him anyway? Yeah, that's that's entirely his thing. But like, yeah, and he he grew on me over over the movie, which is which is nice. Otherwise, I he came on screen and I literally that an audible, oof. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you think about it, they they rolled uh, three characters into what's his name, Jinsing or Jin. Jinsing. <laughs> Jinsing. <laughs> The irony of of you misremembering something and calling it ginseng is not lost on me. (laughs) Electric (laughs) burglar! At least I admit that uh, (laughs) that I'm a dumbass as well. Also, uh, the reason why I said they wrote three characters is because they wrote in uh, Aoshi, the actual guy he's based on. Or, or the middle one, and then oh, the, the, uh, one that... the, the fake Potosai dude. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag not a fan. No, in fact, I'm not. And yeah, they wrapped up like three different characters into him. Like they. <laughs> so you guys, you guys, please tell me that you guys noticed the compensation shoes. The compensation. <laughs> The heels. It's really hard to walk with one shoe. Well, if you weren't wearing a platform shoe that gave you four inches, you short yep. Oh, those uh, were at least six. Oh, that, 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 that was the six. really beautiful thing, is he was still coming up short even with those on. Yeah. Right. He would have been like full foot. That right. that really was, and that was another one of those character metaphors for sure. Jin-E. 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 Jensen, we can you know. we can make that we can make that a command if you want. I don't know what we would use that for. Because you have, you know, you have a very small man 
He's very short, and he has to throw around money and power and a gigantic Annette! gun to feel yeah. like a big man. Literally, yeah. literally, literally throwing, throwing money. money away. Like, and I thought that too. I'm like, oh. huh. every fight sequence is complete when you throw money at it. Oh, I, did you notice that the money was coming from the other side towards the end of the scene? Yes! Yeah. The wind caught it. Uh-huh. Totally. Uh-huh. Um, so the other scene of him throwing money where they're in the hot pot place and Kenshin's just like, dude, you're being fucking rude. And he's yeah. just like, yeah. like, yeah, like what would the you fuck is that? In the guy's face that took down 10 of your bodyguards. Like, here, take my buddy. I'm being rude to you. Hey, I'm going to step <laughs> on your food. <laughs> yes. Staring on the food is the dickest move ever. Yeah. Well, and it's especially disrespectful because that was food that was purchased for him as gratitude. Yes. Right. So, so not only is he stepping on this food, but he is stepping on someone else's payment to him, basically. Oh, yeah, talk about a tight uh, restaurant! With, Holy crap! With his uh, outside shoes, no less. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, no, no, but like that restaurant. Talk about tight fitting. I mean, it was a, it's a small town, like, at yeah. least time. Like, it, I want to go, go to that restaurant. Oh, yeah. It looks like an Absolutely. awesome restaurant. Uh, my, 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 uh, whatchamacallit, my legs would fall asleep. Like, oh, boats, we have a restaurant like that here, actually. Yes! It's t- it's super tiny, but... I I'm okay know. with this. Like, we'll so, I mean, like, so my, my anxiety doesn't trigger unless, like, the three the three big ones are triggered. Like, it's small quarters, and it's super loud, and there's a rude person, and then I'm just like, I, I don't know how to handle this anymore. Uh, that's all three at the uh, vendor hall. Yeah, why do you think <laughs> I stand in the corner? Rude person nodding, like, not guaranteed. Not, not. Guaranteed. I mean, I'm in Australia, so I have to assume there's always going to be a rude racist person slinging the c word around. <laughs> From what Dallas told me. <laughs> so, in what other great on? performances in this movie, Sanosuke. Sanosuke was great. Oh, like, he was fantastic. He played that that the the, the brawler perfectly. See, you. The, this is scenery here. Chomp, 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 chomp. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> this is good. Want some? I'm a vegetarian. Poor thing. Poor thing. How about this? He did the side of the cross on it too. <laughs> right? Was it the cross or just? Yes, it was the one of my favorites in the entire movie. And, and Dale's Dale's no, hung up on that one, and I'm like, that's actually like that's that's where that's where they're yeah. trying to bring in manga like flavor, like yeah, and then he cracked, flavor, and like. then he cracked a raw egg in his mouth. That's a Japanese thing. Raw egg is everywhere in Japan. <laughs> That's and then he is. put one in his pocket for later. <laughs> <laughs> because you have to have Deus Ex Egina. <laughs> Egina. Chekhov's egg. Chekhov's egg. Such an egg. They're cheaper by the dozen, too, I hear. They are. Uh, Do you get uh, eggs sacks, too? Like, <laughs> I love that Josh is like... He's like, yeah, they, they drink, cracks the egg, and he's like, all right, let's go. Puts his head through a wall a couple of times. <laughs> I know oh, yeah. anime trophy though. Like I and love that. The, yeah, and then the move where he makes him punch himself. Yes, yes. And it shows that he's just not a stupid brawler. You have to think while you're fighting. You have to use your head. Yeah, he said he does it literally and then figuratively, unlike backwards. <laughs> the 
the fucking choreography. Like, I know <sighs> we've talked about the fights in before, but specifically the fight choreographers in this did such a good job. Boy, I, I need to see more of this. Like, coming into this movie, I was like, you know, we've seen a lot of movies like this. And I'm like, I, I came in with medium expectations, not knowing really what to expect, but then the fight sequences started, and I'm like... I'm so glad that they've taken the time and the care and I wrote down that hey, in the name of the king and Uwe Boll, take lessons. Take notes. Right? For the I, ninth I, I movie that you're planning. Wanted, I mean, okay, the fight scenes were good. The uh, choreography, great. The music, the audio. Little bit more character development. I mean, Ken- Kenshin got the, the uh, most, by far. Because you had to. Yeah, it's literally he's the titular character. So. I, 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 he is I, the movie. We we got a little bit of Megumes, but we got that that was the secondary. Yeah, you, you didn't get you didn't get much of Karu. You got more to, uh, to uh, Megumi than uh, than Karu. Uh, you got so you got some Sonosuke. You didn't get his entire backstory, but I think that's later in the manga Which is anyway. Horrible. It is. Oh yeah. Like you don't know why he's there after Kenshin, but like that, I, like I said, I think that comes in later anyway. Because I, and, he got established. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he is definitely there, and you know who he is. And then when you get, you finally get to figure out what he's about later, and I'm okay with that. And like I said, I'm fairly sure that happened later and later anyway. So, um, let's see. The Speaking bad guys, uh, I guess they were. Would you call them your like? Stereotypical, like, burst, uh, mustache twinkler. Twirlers. Wait. Twirlers. Oh, I heard, I heard. This mustache twinkler. I heard, I heard mustache twinkler. I mean, that's the, what I heard. Oh, Con- Con- concept is really historically accurate for that time period to be yeah. smuggling opium and trying to build a weapons, like, a weapons ring. Yeah. Because it was, it was a young government. Ten years. Yeah. After such a bloody war, wars. Yeah, and opium in Asia in that time, thanks oh. to England, like yeah. was a fucking monster. Right. Yeah, and that's how they were able to take over uh, parts of China with opium. Yep. That's why they turned over Hong Kong back in what was it, early two thousands? Yeah. Um, speaking of character development. Superman, take lessons. This is how you write a character that doesn't kill. Right? <laughs> and doesn't need to, like, destroy $20 trillion worth of stuff. Yeah. If we do this in here, it will cause trouble for the establishment. May I please ask you to step outside? Right? <laughs> Whitest Superman ever. Um, it... So... <laughs> I, I I was a little sad at uh, Saito in this um, until the end, and then I got to see the signature move of him, and I'm like, yes, anime bullshit! <laughs> and and they did get to keep, they did keep that he is left-handed. Yep, yeah, that that was that's important because that was actually a major thing in there. But uh, you know, outside of them not yelling their moves every time they used them, which made me a little <laughs> sad until you got Senryusen like. Yeah, because like in the anime, they explain the moves. Yes, quite a bit. Like, like Kenshin. Like, the thing is, is that when you do a live action, you can't just uh, do the cop out of doing the single straight line with the glee with the light flare. 
And then yeah, just, they spelled it out in this. Like they had Kenshin running. They sped him up when they needed to speed him up, and like they did that, the wire pools. Like they didn't do any like the weird like motion blurs or anything like that. Like Kenshin using low kick and it being very super effective. Yeah, you got to see every that technique. Skid in the group fight in front what? of the palace. Oh my Stunning. god, that was wicked. And um, him flipping off of the sword was really damn cool. Yeah. Yes. It's like, I don't care if that's wire work. That is accurate. Oh, yeah. And, and wire, work, wire work number one fits into the genre very, very well. Both the genre of anime movies and of samurai movies in yeah. general. And also, I will take wire work over shitty CG any fucking day of the week. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Um... But the fact that you couldn't see the wires... That yeah. Made me happy. No, I saw him occasionally, and I'm I not just see. talking about. Uh, and just, I'm not just talking about. Uh, just not Hanya. Yeah, <laughs> there was a there was a few times where you can clearly yeah, there was a couple tell. Times, but it wasn't so flippin' egregious that you're like, oh, really? Yeah, no, they look, weren't bright the layers again. Not <laughs> magical. Look, Peter Pan's flying with two Whee! things coming out of her side. What but fuck? I. But what would have happened if they they pulled the Full Metal Alchemist? Looking at you. I know you're watching, which I don't know. Full um, Metal Alchemist, you're watching. <laughs> I know you're watching. Take notes. But what would have happened to this movie if they did go down the CG path? It would have, I think, for me personally, it wouldn't. It, it wouldn't. It would have lost all of its oh, charm. It would have lost so much. Or all of its nope. charm, at least. Kenshin is a swordsman. You yeah. have to be able, and you have to be able. To show every single technique. You can't pull a Dragon Ball Z where you're just showing a bunch of blurry moves and people are saying, oh, they're moving so fast. That doesn't translate, you know, doing CG and, you know, copping out isn't going to work. Yeah. Your whole, the whole point of Kenshin as, Kenshin as badass is how fucking skilled he is with a sword. Right. Yeah. And they showed that incredibly well. Yeah. Um, I think, like, the most CG was probably Sonosuke's, uh sword, right? I, um, I don't think that was CG at all. No, I, no, I, I think it was, um, like, CG touched up at the very least. Like, there was not on. a ton of it at all in this. Like, do you yeah. think it, it was just yeah. a. Uh, I think it was just a prop. Yeah, yeah, it was just a prop. The prop that we... I actively know of was Jine's eyes. Yeah, when they were doing specifically the way of the mind shit. There was oh, a few okay, cosmetic touch-ups, like, but just, that's alright. Like uh, so, Sonosuke was just swinging around like a green giant sword, so they could just... or just a rock-looking motherfucking sword, like. And no, yeah, it, not it Dwayne Johnson. Made out of like foam or aluminum or something like that, something really lightweight that he could actually swing around. But he still managed to swing it like it had serious heft. Probably, yeah, probably, probably foam. I'm assume. Well, maybe it was aluminium. Yeah, I'm guessing foam. Yeah, you never know. To make those, to make the noises, and to make it fully work, I don't know. Oh, and that's just been. fully like that's yeah. that's good fully work with a company that actually gives a shit about fully work, not you know. A giant multi hundred pound suit of armor hitting a wall, and you hearing. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. I like that Kenshin actually talks sense into uh, into Sadonsuke about like your skills is better than just a plain bodyguard. Yeah, you you would sell your skills to that man. 
Right. And you, you get that, like, very, like, visible, he's really running that through his head, and he's like, God damn it, you're right. This was a show, everybody. Go back to your dinner. <laughs> yeah, dinner time. A little entertainment for you. Dinner and a show. I, I think your waitress, and that, I'll be here all week. <laughs> yeah. the, the statement that makes it with that whole conversation is, you know, the implied, you're wasting your talents if you take his money. Yeah. Yeah. And because he is such a prideful character, he's like, shit. Fuck. And you can see that audible fuck go across his face like, fuck, he's right. Yeah, he, he doesn't. He doesn't need to say it. You can hear the curse words being screamed from yeah, right. his head. It like goes straight across his face. It's like streamlined color. Just, just a marquee across his eyes. Marquee. There we go. There's a word. Like <laughs> bright flashing marquee of F U C K M E. Also, apropos of nothing, um, I just want to give a shout out to Saito's glorious pompadour. <laughs> yes. Pump was pretty good. Runner up. Like, so Saito, like being one of my favorite protagonists in this, like I said, he, he was a little underdeveloped in this, but not like egregiously so. And, I mean, worse. they made him the enough anime, to be a badass. Like in in the beginning, he was obsessed with uh, Kenshin. Yeah, and then he went back to like, okay, I'm I'm a cop. I'm a part of the government. I'm holding up the peace. Yeah, yeah. And, and here's this asshole I really want to fight again. God yeah. damn it. <laughs> yeah, it, it, like you say, it just it, it was it was not as egregious as uh Kaoru in my opinion, but like it, he was he could have used a little bit more screen time, but when he did, he was great. And and on character, which was important since yeah. that was something this is that if if anything like being on character is one thing that was lost in this movie. Yeah. What's great is that they show him at the beginning just one in the fight and they show him as a police officer uh, as like, okay, I've changed. We were at a different moment in our lives back then. Yeah. And I've changed to where I uphold the law. Uh, well, and even Yamaguchi is like, yeah, you know what? We were enemies before, but at the end of the day, we both wanted to make this country a better place. Yep. Which is fair. So, was Kenshin on the other side of them? Yeah, Kenshin and... Uh... Kenshin was on the side of the go- of the new government, basically, or of what became the new government. Okay. Yeah, and they were of the old government. Yeah. Kenshin, basically, and you see a little bit of that in the flashbacks, the whole reason he agreed to become Batosai in the first place is because he's like, okay, well, if I kill this list of people, then all the innocent people in this country can actually live safe lives and not fear for their livelihoods every second of the day. Oh, a quick bit of uh, trivia from Samurai X. Kenshin's real name. Did we get this? Huh? Did we get that in this? No, 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 we didn't, but I'm just saying. Do you you remember what it was? I don't remember what it was. Uh, Bob from Bobbing Stan. (gasps) Is it Bob from Bobbing Stan? Yes. (gasps) uh, I believe it was Shinto. Shinta. Born Shinta, yes. Mm. Okay. I, I don't know. But that's yeah, cool. I think he, <laughs> Do you know I, that? I, I think like in, in the later series in uh, Kenshin GT, 
they go where he changes his name back because he's no longer a because Hemura Kenshin is the name that his master gives him. Yeah, that was definitely... If they did go back, and I don't remember that, because like I said, nothing else exists after the Shishi arc. Um, <laughs> and that the Christian was definitely over. That was definitely overdone in the new manga. Huh. Um, like, they, if, that, if that did exist, and like I said, if it did, I definitely have blocked it out of my memory. <laughs> yeah. Um, and... They they show Kenshin doing all the short styles of Hinton Mitsurugi. Hinton Mitsurugi style. Nikaruki. Nikaruki. Such a Nikan Ruby. Oh what? Okay, so all right, Raoul. I desperately want Fragul to have named styled attacks and him mess them up all the time. Hey, Ralph, if it helps oh, you feel any better. Down, uh, slash. It's just a normal slash down. <laughs> you know what? That would still be better, you know? <laughs> Ralph, I wouldn't do much. I wouldn't bear do it. claw style. Didn't you call it hidden K style? Bear claw style. <laughs> bear claw style. It's my but favorite uh, queer. You don't use your claws? My yeah. favorite Shh. queer eye spinoff was uh, bear claw style. <laughs> <laughs> they make over gay bears. <laughs> bears from San Francisco. Yes, they exist. Yes. I hear. Hey, um, moving on. But yeah, it was. <laughs> so that's that's the thing I want of Fregul, just <laughs> yelling out attacks and them just being regular ass slashes. But him because he read in a book once that every that it sounded cool when samurai yell out their attack names before they <laughs> use them. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? In fact, Akira is absolutely going to teach him to do that. Yeah, I mean, can can Sylvia can Sylvia start doing that too? Entertainment in the skies. Then... Well, everything has to be a different story. Like sparkling ruby flash. You have to go full Maho Shoujo on that. You have to go full Magical Girl on it. Like, yeah. uh, and he he says uh, ruby Wait, flash, and, and and it's an emerald. Yeah. Could you add that hey, to the hey, show hey, titles? Hey, How many ruffles can you put on one dress? <laughs> <laughs> the answer to that question is all of them. Hold on, challenge accepted. I need to stay dun, up all night dun, again. Dun, this dun, woman dun, needs dun, ruffles. Dun, <gasps> ruffles! Dun, yeah. dun, 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 Thank you for dun, your for your layover at Manipur. Right? Oh well that was a good pit stop. We liked that pit stop, didn't we? That was a good pit stop. Hey, it was fun. That was a good gas station. Let's move let's back on the highway. Can we talk about that shot really quick of uh, Kenshin killing all those guys and those cherry blossom petals are raining down? Yes. That was so Which is pretty. also from the anime, right? Yeah. Well, Sakura is always kind of Let's be fair. Swordsmanship and Sakura petals go hand in hand in Japanese culture. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter if there's not a blooming Sakura tree for a hundred miles. Those goddamn petals will find their way. <laughs> it's it's going to be someone just emptying out petals on, on, on a random wi- windowsill. Yeah, right. Yes, they're shaking the like so crucial. There was an anime that, you know, some of us grew up with called Ronin Warriors. Oh my god! Made the pedals themselves. Yes! They're that crucial! That needed! Yes, absolutely. Ronin Warriors was so fucking good. <laughs> oh, 
Um, what was interesting, I was going to bring this up earlier, but I saw this anime. They was also airing Trigun on Adult Swim. Yeah. But they, they showed Ronnie Kenton in the middle of the afternoon, <laughs> which is probably a little bit more violent than than Trigun. Just a wee bit. Yeah. Oh, I love that they didn't go overboard with the gore in this, by the way. Like, people bleed when they get cut, but it wasn't excessive. People's yeah, heads get cut off. Not, I don't know. It wasn't Death Note level. Yeah, it wasn't Death yeah. Note or it wasn't uh, Kill Bill level, right? It was still a bit. I think... Yeah. Oh, a bit yeah, is but, fine, but it's here's not... The thing. When, when someone's carotid artery gets cut, yeah, there's gonna be blood spraying everywhere. Yeah. That's the, yeah. anatomy. My, my point was that there was a bit, but it didn't seem too over the top. There was a bit for, no, it, for it my liking, but... Being afflicted, right? right. It wasn't, you know, Death Note watermelon decapitation. <sighs> yeah, it was. To, it was to show the gravitas <laughs> of what was being inflicted on these people, not you know. No. Oh, look at all the blood! Blood, blood, <laughs> blood! blood, blood. blood. Guy so obsessed with killing, he makes a fucking <laughs> bitch kebab. Right, a bitch kebab. <laughs> oh yeah, also the double suplex. Ooh, yeah. the double suplex, uh, the bitch kebab, suplex. and the uh, watermelon decapitation. You can get that the meal deal at the uh, restaurant that they're eating at. Uh, yeah, like, I, I love Sonosuke just over the top being like, just, yep, I'm going to punch this dude real hard a bunch of times. Like, right. And then do wrestling moves on him because fuck you, that's why. They, it's that, all it's of a that. And all of that, that's uh, why I loved that particular fight sequence so much was like yeah as much as i love the over the top ridiculousness of the zanbato you know watching sonosuke get to do his fisticuffs with a guy who was equally as crazy about going to fisticuffs with someone was fantastic oh yeah absolutely like, that scene was a shining example of the very japanese martial arts principle of real men speak with their fists yeah those guys were having an in-depth conversation. And then, chicken. <laughs> What's up? It's good. I'm a vegetarian. Poor thing. Poor thing. <laughs> How about this? Gimme. Yeah, gimme! <laughs> and now I'm a cracking egg in my mouth. No, I love that. Just, like, but, like, it, it was also that anime trope of, hey, we have to fight each other because... You're doing Pretty bad things, but we don't necessarily have to honestly, we don't have to always be trying to just murder each other 100% of the time. Wait, wait, Sometimes wait. it's just, hey, we can do this in a second. I found some booze. You want some? Yeah, there's that. And also there, there was that level of mutual respect yes. at that point in the fight. It's like, hey, you're being paid to keep this guy safe. I'm here to kick this guy's ass. I don't personally have any quarrel with you, but I'm going to kick your ass anyways. Oh, hey, there's food and booze in here. Give me a second. Sure thing. I'll have some of the booze. Are we good? Yeah, we're good. Suck yourself back up and go. Yeah. Right. And I then love punch your that. head through a wall. Yes. And get coated in flour or whatever they were coated in from running around. Yeah, that was flour. It was <laughs> definitely flour. Yeah, it was a kitchen, so they were using whatever was to hand to beat each other's asses. Definitely wasn't sugar, because that doesn't... And it's granular, too, so it would have been flour. Coat like that, yeah. yeah. That was flour. Yeah, absolutely flour. Death's <clears throat> coated in flour. I, and I love the reaction there, where it goes everywhere, and they're both kind of like, what the 
fuck? Yeah, like, that <laughs> was interesting. Okay. <laughs> All right, I didn't know we could do that. Yeah. And oh, and also them actually hearing the gunshots from the other room. Yeah, and then like Sonosuke, like uh, Kenshin, you you okay, buddy? Yeah. You alright? Oh crap. crap. I'm back in the fight sequence. So seamlessly transition between those two fights because yeah. if you notice when he starts firing off those guns is when Sonosuke gets blown through the door. Yeah. Like, those sound effects are lined up perfectly. Right. And it's like, that is a beautiful transition. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, and it, when I mentioned earlier about camera work, and like, but, like, there was definitely thematic dissonance between non-fight choreography camera work and then the fight choreography camera work. Like, and I know, I get it, I get it. You're watching a fucking samurai movie based on an anime. The fight camera work needs to be a lot better and a lot more on point than walking through town camera work. Right. They could have pulled the walking through town camera work up a little. Yes. Uh, And sometimes up a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, like, it was never, like, it was never, like, actively angering me. It's just something that I noticed. And it took me out of it a little bit, but never, like, to a point where I was... Checked out. Yeah, it never it never took me out of it. Well, it took me out of it a couple times, but not like completely. Yeah, it, it never did. ruined it. But then you Didn't get shots it, yeah. where Kenshin is hesitating as he's about to kill Jine, and the shots on his expression, like the the camera work on his expression there and his posture. Yeah. yeah. Fucking gorgeous. Yes, absolutely. And that scene, it really highlights his performance as well, because you can watch him go from Hitokiri Batosai to tired as fuck and just wants to go home, Kenshin. Yeah, I just want, I just want to go and bang my woman and just deal with this. <laughs> <laughs> Not at the same yeah, time. He just wants a, at that point, he just wants a hug. Yeah, yeah, I just want a hug and maybe some tea. Also, and Josh points out soup. that... Kaoru couldn't breathe for a couple minutes. Kenshin got stabbed multiple times. And guess who's carrying who? What? <laughs> because... He stabbed in the, like, in the gut and then stabbed in the shoulder, right? Yeah, like, he got fucked up. Uh, Gene, whatever the fuck his name is, I don't know. I don't freaking... Not Aoshi! Um... This angered me more than uh, than uh, fucking uh, Scar not being in Full Metal Alchemist. <laughs> everything else is great. Did you replace Aoshi, one of the most pinnacle characters of this entire series, with Frosted Tips McGee? Right. <laughs> my yeah. my guess is that they didn't have they did, they just didn't have time to do him justice, <clears throat> and didn't think they were gonna get the other movies. Yeah, maybe. And that's Frosted and that's Tips okay. McGee. That, that's all right. <clears throat> um, yeah, because Gene, by the way, was pretty much taken out like I think two episodes in the anime, maybe just one. Like he may have been an out in one, and then came back later for like us for a filler episode. But I'm fairly sure he was out in one in the anime, and yeah, never made a di- <laughs> this person's important. Said no one ever. <laughs> <laughs> Right. He, he was the Raditz of the of the of Roni Kenshin. Should have been a lot more important than he actually was. Um. So, uh, should we take a break, y'all? We've been going at this for about an hour. Uh, 
Yeah, I, I don't know what to say. Should we take a break or should we just go straight into the... I say we just go straight through. We're gonna take a break. We're gonna take a break. We got time. Yeah, we just go for an hour, half, an hour and a half, or just over an hour. Look at all this room we have. So much room. Plus, any chance we get away with playing licensed music, we can't. Yeah. <laughs> Josh is doing the way. Only yeah. licensed in Japan. Only licensed in Japan. Yeah, sorry, I should... Yeah, I actually did my research on this one. It only exists in licensure in Japan. So I'm going to play the outro of this movie because I fucking it's love real it. Real damn good. That really good. Uh, so I am going to play One OK Rocks, the beginning, which took place at the end of this movie. <laughs> we'll be back in a couple of minutes. Podcast listeners, check out our sponsors. Love them. We love them. Then if you want an app-free experience, I'll talk about that later. All right. We'll see you in a couple of minutes. Just give me a reason to keep my heart beating. Don't worry, it's right here in my arms. As the world falls apart around us, all we can do is hold on, hold on. Risk everything if it's for you. I whisper into the night, telling me it's not my time and don't give up. I've never stood up before this time. Devil, you and I will know. The kita go no tail, no sunai. So stand up, stand up. Scared if you wanna wake up, wake up. Just tell me how we can never give up.
Damn, I love that song. Fucking song is so goddamn good. Like I'm listening to it, and the as the outro is coming on, I'm talking to Rachel about the movie, and like I keep getting distracted about listening to the song. All right, so I'm like, I'm gonna do this on purpose. Hey Siri, what's this song? <laughs> and mm-hmm. like, it, it, for the record, he could not do it because his headset was still my headset on. was still on. <laughs> <laughs> Getting angry. Uh, and I take my phone out and I went like that with it. I damn near uh, through my phone because I really needed to know what the fuck this song was. And I have since listened to it about 13 times. Like, that's about right. And the great <laughs> thing is, look up more of their music. It's oh, yeah. all that good. Yeah, wow. I'm following them on Spotify. You have things like Change, which sounds like a little bit like this. Change. Change. That. Why do you keep me together? <laughs> Feeling it. <laughs> Kinda, I was close. This is what we did last week with Deadpool, just, you know. Right. Well, I was close. I was. Uh, lyrics were a bit off. We have Dale singing on there now. That's, that makes me happy. <laughs> Then their rap song was amazing too, but I won't sing yeah. that on air. <laughs> I knew that's what you would kill me up. Damn. Yes. Oh, all right, you guys. So this is the second half of the show where we Tito this up. For those who don't know, it's our obligatory one to ten scale that everybody has, but ours is a little bit different. It's just because it's called Tito's and not stars. Uh- <laughs> Wait, people give out ten stars? Yeah, yeah, there's there's I mean depending on what it is, like there's ten stars, ten sacks of baloney, ten points. Ten, ten points. points! Ten giant robots. <laughs> Nine uh, stars. Ten mates of milking. You know, there's lots of them. Ours okay. Is- we need to come up with like 
the Geek.io 12 Days of Christmas. Five golden Tinos! <laughs> that. <laughs> that. Oh my god. Oh man, alright, so... I'm gonna start. Um... Like I said, there's a real high bar coming into this. Rurouni Kenshin... Uh, one of the few mangas that I have read beginning to end... <laughs> Sorry. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes, Carrie, and a duck step in a palm tree. <laughs> I was trying not to derail it, which is why I put it in chat and didn't nope. say it out loud. No. Nope. No. Nope. No. Nope. Nope. Thanks, nope. Dale. I appreciate it. Thank you. I'm making the duck right now. <laughs> um, but it has to be said so that way it can become a show title. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So, Lisa, there was a high bar coming into this movie. Um. Rurouni Kenshin, I read the manga from beginning to end. The anime is one of my favorite things that I have ever watched. It's one of the first things that my wife and I watched together. Like, it holds a very, very deep part of me. And there was no possible way this movie would uh, meet my expectations. And like, and I knew that, but by knowing that, it kind of it, it met most of them. Um, it was functional. It told the story well. You knew the characters. You well, most of the characters. You knew the characters that mattered. Um, you 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 got from you had a coherent beginning, middle, and an end without a. And they'll be back next time with their wacky shenanigans. <laughs> And, and now I have a new outro awesome. stinger for everything ever. You're welcome. <laughs> and, like, you didn't have any of that. You had a fully told story. And I appreciate that. I like that a lot. Um, it missed the mark on some of the characters pretty egregiously. Um and then it didn't include some of the characters. It, it didn't matter, like, any of the Oniwabong group. They don't matter, except for Aoshi. He's the, literally the only one that matters! And you replaced him with Frosted Tips McGee. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Like, it, it, it was very well. It was very, very well done. Um, technical flaws, yes. But those aside... Um, obviously, like, even if I hated this movie, I would have recommended it. Um, so, I mean, there's a minimum of five. Um, I'm going to give it an eight. It was really well done. It had some stumbles and some stumbles were fall on their faces. But when they fell on their faces, they did an awesome slide and then kicked up off of a sword and got back up. So yeah, an eight. Rachel, eight. Um, I agree with CJ as much as it pains me to actually say I agree with CJ. <gasps> Thanks. That's your new text tone, though, CJ. Right. The, no, the first part, not the second part. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Rachel. <laughs> no, you're good. Oh, yeah. Um. DJ says he went into this with high expectations. 
after all the other animes that he's made us watch this month, I went in with um none prayers. We were this close from watching Dragon Ball Evolution. So, thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. About a foot away from watching Dragon Ball uh, Evolution. Yes. But no, CJ, CJ's right in the fact that this was one of the first animes that I actually sat and watched from beginning to end with him. And it was one of those, please, please, please don't screw one of my favorite animes. And perfect? No. Good, yes. I went in with zero expectations, just the hopes that they weren't going to kill it. They didn't kill it. They did it a whole lot of justice for me. Like CJ said, it wasn't perfect. But if somebody said, should I watch it? Is it any good? It's worth a watch. Um, the occasional line like cord for the action sequences didn't break it for me thankfully the music that they put in the scenes even if just the quiet background music was it accentuated the situations that were going on it didn't overshadow them it didn't take away from them. it didn't make you go huh when they were having battle music it fit and the differentiation between the different sides of Kenshin made me happy. It wasn't just solid one face the whole time. It was all the aspects of him that is not easy to pull off. Um, would I watch it again? Yeah. Probably would pay more attention to it than I did because of the day that I had. Definitely. Um, the coloring was put down about a quarter of the way through because I was like, huh, okay, I'll watch. And for me to put down coloring is, uh, after a shitty day is pretty epic. So I'm going to sit with CJ. I'm going to give it an 8, but I'm going to give it an 8.5 because Ooh. I enjoyed it that much. I, I really, truly did. Alright. And yeah. Hi! I'm, I exist um just switching tabs uh so i don't watch a lot of anime i don't know why i'm talking through my teeth uh so i knew this was based on an anime and that's about all i knew <laughs> going into this Re movie review it how you saw it okay let's review it how i saw it it was pictures and it was noise so it passed with flying colors <laughs> uh bad jokes so it definitely was a good movie, and piggybacking on Rachel's point of after all of the crap anime live-action movies that we've watched this month, and yes, I, I know I give Dave Death Note the far and away best score, and looking back on that now, half of that is because I enjoy Final Destination, like, actually, not, not ironically. And no, you can't like Final Destination uh, not ironically. <laughs> it's physically impossible. I I enjoy the Final Destination movies for what they were. Um, and that's but... ironic. <laughs> so I like the ironic thing not ironically. Huh, anyway. So, 
it was definitely a solid movie. This movie definitely had its flaws, but again, it was kind of, it was a redemption movie, and I think told in that sort of style and through the techniques that they used as well, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, this, this sto- samurai story, and they kind of produced it like that. It's not like, again, not like Death Note, it's an anime movie that they produced it like Final Destination. I know I keep harping back on that one, but, you know, it's, that's just more of a stylistic thing. Uh, the camera work, in, in parts, was, was a bit hit and miss. The walk through town stuff was fine enough, but the, some of the, some of the fighting ones took me out of it. The sound mixing on this was something to behold, and I, I don't know if this one like, awards for sound editing and sound design, but it definitely should. Like, most definitely it should deserve some sort of accolades in that department. Because, and for me, a person who has been working with audio for such a long time, that is very important to get off on the right foot. I mean, it's half the elements, you know? You've got the visual and you've got the audio, and sometimes people favor one over the other this one handled the management of both of them expertly at least to my standards uh i'm not gonna give it a higher score as everyone else um mainly because i don't know a lot of the backstory on it i could follow what was going on but i think it would have been a better enriching story if I knew where this had come from and I think I might have to actually check out the uh the anime itself to be honest based uh, off this it's on Netflix at least in the US it's um, it's it's on the Australian Netflix as well three, uh, yeah six, it's definitely yeah. worth watch like it's it's real good if anything else just the first season yeah uh with that I'm just trying to think if I have anything else. I don't think I do. Uh, yeah, the, the it, it's the type of movie, so I can't really, I can't really comment on the goriness of it and you know that too much. So with that, I'm going to give it a seven point five. All right. That brings us to Raul. Okay, so worse than Sausage Party. Uh, rage quitted nine times. Uh, How far terrible on the worst in sausage party is this for you? For you. Uh, this movie is for actually better than Sausage Party. <gasps> <gasps> By the way, li- podcast <laughs> listeners, I'm half tempted to put a commercial break there. Just dramatic event. I wouldn't do that. Um. So, Japanese samurai movie good had a little bit of the anime sprinkled in for like your your silliness of it but it was mostly in tune with the style of movie they were going for the costume design was of the period appropriate but it's still you knew who certain characters were compared to their anime counterpart um, how they explained how Kenshin got his iconic 
uh, red, um, what's it called? Um, kimono. Scarf. Kimono, yeah. Ki- yeah, oh, that one. Kimono. Sorry, kimono. Yeah. Um, it's actually Karu's father when he was younger because when he's older, he he got he's a big guy. Um, sound design characters could have used a little bit more work, but I know it's two hours and you've got like six, seven characters you gotta get through. Mm. Um, the henchmen were uh, were good. The little fan, it got annoying a little bit, but it it's what they they do. Um, the uh, the Gatling gun scene when it's like. You finally get to see the, um, is it Sato's? Yeah, yeah. That that signature move. Um, I I like that they. I didn't like that they didn't like in the anime. They would describe certain moves. They they would like break them down sometimes, like oh he's doing it this way or it's like oh it's this technique and this is. Which is traditional for a lot of anime. They um, they'll break down techniques and all that. Hunter x Hunter is famous for doing that. Hunter x Hunter is infamous for that. Like it, <laughs> it kills it sometimes. Especially yeah. for like a manga format where you don't get to see the technique in motion, they have to describe it. True. Um, kind of wish they did have the Obi Waban. Obi. Oni Waban. Yeah. Yeah. Waban. Uh, group. I kind of wish because that shows how they um, they kind of jam up the the Gatling gun that way. Yep. Because they all sacrifice themselves to help Kenshin. Um, I did like how Megumi was like, "Oh yeah, I I came back, but I I didn't come back to help you. <laughs> I came back to kill you." And she got caught monologuing there for a bit. Oh yeah. Well, I love how all the henchmen are just standing around and watching her, too. Mm-hmm. Like, no one's bothering to stop her. They're just letting her rant. Everybody uh, hates him. <laughs> yeah, and then Sato holds true that, I mean, he didn't, his character, what little development we got, he came from a bloodthirsty uh, soldier to an actual working with the government. Yep trying to uphold the law because he knows a 10-year-old government is very fragile. Yeah. And like the main bad guy, he just wanted to take over the the newly created government. Oh, I'm going to kill all these people with this brand new op- opium. And I don't care. I need this one. Oh, and we didn't discuss how much of a douchebag he was that he poisoned the drinking water. Right. Yeah. Someone's poisoned the watering hole. And I'm like, that's convenient, I guess. I mean, it fits, but boy, convenient. Well, he, he explains it. He's trying to clear that area out to make a harbor for ships to export the opium. Yeah. Fair. Yeah, yeah, totally the whole he's, yeah he's doing it because certain uh, businesses, including the dojo, are not selling to him. That's yeah. what that map was. All the red highlighter was things he already owned. Okay. Um, and they made it very clear. Dale, this they is the, the subtitles. I was they, they made it very clear from the beginning. This is the bad guy. 
Oh yeah. No, I knew. Was was a, I knew he was the bad guy. I did watch well, this no, movie. They, no, Look no, how no. people but treat me like I don't watch the movies. Clear that this is the douchebag. This is the guy that we all have to hate. Get yeah. your Rotten Tomatoes ready. Yeah. Ha. Like literally, even his even his theme music was Ugh. oily. Ugh. It was like gross in a good way. Playing and it's like, oh, this guy's a scumbag. That glass is pouring though on the on that entire group. <laughs> uh, so yeah, um, I'm going to go with the jazz. Would I recommend it to someone? Yeah, because it didn't have the goofiness of the anime, which I kind of miss. Which I know that's why some people watch the live action because they want to see the goofiness of the anime translated. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give it a seven point five. Whoa. Not, right. not amazing, but it's it was a good movie. All right, Carrie. So, live action anime adaptations. <laughs> Some movies, like Full Metal Alchemist, try to basically look like you drew a picture and it came to life, and that goes a little bit like. It's hard to get into the world because everything looks so fake. Some, like Death Note, diverge so far from the source material and then throw random shit in from left field that you're wondering what the fuck you're supposed to be watching or why any of this is supposed to be related to the series whatsoever. <laughs> and then you have Rurouni Kenshin, which for me kind of hits that sweet spot. It's, di it's divorced enough from the anime aesthetic that you can actually consume it as a live-action movie, but you still get influence of the anime, and it's spread evenly throughout, except for J-Rock, dude. He's his own thing. Yeah. Um, was I entertained? Fuck yes, this is one of my favorite movies. There's a reason I have watched it multiple times. Would I recommend it to somebody? I would not shut up about it when we were talking about anime, so obviously that's a yes. <laughs> She's not lying. <laughs> I hey, I I own up yeah. to that. I admit that. Good pick. Solid pick. No, it's not a perfect movie, but it is a solid movie. It does trip up in the treatment of female characters. Um, Kaoru, who grows into a really strong character, is basically reduced to a damsel. Um, and a quasi-okay, but sometimes annoying one at that. Like, when she does things she really should know better than if she's actually a martial arts instructor. Um, yeah. Megami, I do like how they treated Megami for the most part. She does not take shit from anybody. She is shown to be completely and utterly capable. I don't like that she had to be rescued at the end of the movie, but I like that it was because of a choice she made on her own terms and she knew the consequences for it. She didn't get captured. She chose to go and kill that guy and she knew she was going to die for it. Yeah. Right. So, so that reduces the damseling somewhat in my eyes. Like she was owning her choices there. She knew exactly what was going to happen and Hey, it's a bonus. She lived. Um, so Hopefully, we'll get to see more of Kaoru being awesome later, because I honestly do not remember much about the second movie. I've only seen it the one time. Um, but all in all, 
the music, the costuming. I cannot talk enough about Takaru's performance because he did an amazing job and he is one of the reasons I keep watching that movie and over and over again just because I love watching him perform. He definitely stole the show and a lot of the development that Kenshin got, yeah, a lot of it was in the writing, but the vast majority of majority of it was in the nuance of his performance. That's where I, that's how Kenshin stole the show from every other character. And fuck it, I love this movie. I'm going to give it a 9. All right. Nice. nice. And Josh. That's a me. Uh, yeah. I was also on the boat right. about watching <laughs> this movie. Because, you know, this whole anime thing was partly my fault. At least the pun. The pun <laughs> is wholly my fault, as are most of them. But when I heard that this movie was being made in the first place, it's like okay, it's Japan making a samurai movie, it can't be too bad. And then I started getting the casting and hearing that, you know, Sato Takaru was cast as Kenshin, and I'm like, oh shit, this is gonna be legit good. Because like, I, I know the man's acting chops. I watched an entire year's worth of a televised series that every episode showcased the depth and scope of this man's acting talent and yeah he, he did kind of steal the entire movie from the other characters but I, I can't be angry about that because he was one of the primary reasons I wanted to see the movie in the first place same I'm I'm not in the same boat as Rachel and CJ to where Rurouni Kenshin was one of my holy grail series it was it was a casual watch for me I haven't seen it all the way through and frankly, one of the reasons I couldn't really get into it was just how disjointing the dub of it was. Like, I, I could not stand the blah, blah, blah that I am. It's like, <laughs> what the fuck kind of speech pattern? D does he think he's Yoda? <laughs> like, what what are they going for here? It doesn't make any sense. Mm. The Japanese like, Yoda. I, I couldn't like the character because of that. Like, the fight sequences were great. Watching Kenshin kick somebody's ass with an umbrella was hilarious. Because it, it's an umbrella. Get under you there. Know, get under there, umbrella. That's a joke that no but, one gets. You know, it was it was still something that I knew was, you know, either going to be very hit or miss because of the nature of trying to take something animated into a live action respect. But once I started, you know, getting more info on it, like the casting and who is handling it and things like that, it's like, this is going to be real good. And when we finally saw the movie for the first time, it's like, this is fucking amazing. Like, it, it tones down the anime a little bit to the point where you can enjoy it as basically like a period drama. Yeah. Like, out, outside of a couple of aspects, like, this could have happened. A, a few things are a little larger than life, but you get that when dealing with the past. You know, history is written by the victors. Some things get glorified, some things get swept under the rug, but there, you know, very well could have been this one lone assassin who single-handedly changed the course of a war. 
it's it's believable in that regard <laughs> and but there was just there was so much to love about this movie and it was so entertaining and so well handled that i didn't even notice the little slip ups like you know Kaoru's slightly lackluster character like the fact that you know Jinae didn't even exist in that regard like i didn't care because it was being so well done i didn't notice any wires i'm just sitting there watching kenshin be a badass and yeah it's, it it's not perfect movie but it's a real damn good one so it gets a 9.5 nice wow wow it's it, right. like i said it's it's not flawless but i i've been looking forward to this all month <laughs> What does that give us for our average there, Dale? Uh, from what I believe, I need to re-add those numbers up. Actually, that could be right. 8.33? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'd believe that. Just, oh, just, right. just talking to the judges now. They're in my ear. They're nibbling in my ear. No, that's worms. Actually, I should go get that checked. We call this padding. They have drops for that now. Uh, yes, 8.33 on that note. <laughs> All right, folks. So that will wrap up anime for May. With <laughs> <laughs> a good adaptation for once. Right? Hey, I didn't know Full Metal Alchemist was going to be that bad. I, 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 I don't think any that of was, us did. Uh, that was I, not a that was not a shot at you, CJ. I wa- we I made us watch Death Note fully knowing what Death Note was. <laughs> I was not anticipating Full Metal Alchemist to be. We, we we knew Death Note was going to be a hot pile of shit because uh, Taco Lady watched it when it first came out, and I caught <laughs> snippets of it in passing, and it was very much a what the fuck is this? <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah. Uh, like I said, we were one foot away from watching Dragon Ball Evolution. The only reason why Death Note existed instead of Dragon Ball Evolution is because Death Note's a hell of a lot easier to get a hold of. And I am not going to spend money on Dragon Ball Evolution. <laughs> but, if, but if we hadn't uh, had two Marvel movies come out this month? Probably. Probably. <laughs> if, 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 all was, uh, if all was happening, yes. It would... Uh, no, Absolutely. we would have. Oh no, we would have seen Solo instead for the show. That would have been a romp through time. <laughs> All right, you can listen to the show. You can listen to the show live Thursdays at 10 p.m. Eastern. <laughs> CJ, I have been doing the show for way too long. 12 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time on Friday at Twitch.tv/geekio show. If you want to get in touch with us, you can do so. Geeka, uh, nope. Show at geekio.net. Even changed in the notes because I did a thing. Twitter. I've been doing the show for far too long and I memorized my own script and I changed my email address because I got in my own head that I needed a proper email for this show. It uh, is. Twitter show. and Facebook are all slash GKO show. You can give us a call, leave us a voicemail, 727-489-4335. That is 727-489-GEEK. Uh, you can chat with us live by going over to our Discord by going to geek-io.net slash Discord. And remember, you can support the stream and everything that we do on the Geek.io network by heading over to patreon.com slash geek.io. There you can get access to uh, patron-exclusive uh, Discord things and influence the shows that you love to listen to. And more, like a Master RSS feed and yeah. all sorts of good stuff. And when we start getting people in there uh, that are, you know... Innumerable, numerable uh, people in there. We'll do giveaways and such like that. And, and innumerable. 
numerable. It's a word. Look it up. <laughs> <laughs> don't at me, bro. <laughs> yeah, don't at me, bro. <laughs> I just said bro hey, on the uh, air. DJ, guess what? Yeah. Hey, Raul. Uh, the prisoners are going to run the asylum next week. Yes! This worked out so well for me when I was at, in Boston at PAX. It worked out exceptionally. What are you talking about? <laughs> exceptionally, and uh, I've already got a game for next week. Here. Next week, the minions decide the fun. Yeah, Rachel and I are taking the month of June off. And yeah. Oh, no. We'll still be around next week. It's yeah. the week after and the week no. after that. No, no I'm not. <laughs> I'm going to take time off and spend time with my family before I go to Australia. We're, 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 we're going to all get the minion costumes. No. We're just going to be like... I wonder if there's a... podcast is that? I wonder if there's a if minion jacket to I can find. If become a favorite meme of middle-aged Facebook moms, I would have said yes, but no. <laughs> what? Excuse me. Oh! Or we could just do a You're special... You're not middle-aged. Josh yeah, talks Harry. about his robots. You are not middle-aged, Rachel. You are much You're younger than that. You're not middle-aged. I'm close to it. You are not. not You're 25. You. You're 25. But, but I'm still in it. that demographic. Wait, did... You're not middle-aged. You're and I'm not talking about you anyway. You're 25. You're 25. I saw I saw that post on Facebook. I, I know what's up. It's the summer movies back that up Ding 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 ding. Uh Dale's movie that brought in twelve dollars is leaving. Bye, show dogs. <laughs> it brought me a million like value somehow. Oh, I nice don't understand. You show dogs with your twelve dollars at a taco. Bye. 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 Deadpool two is also leaving. Uh, this is more true. <laughs> Solo, the worst gangster movie ever. Then it was second week. I love doing this show. Five percent drop on the second week. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, uh, hello, Rogue One. How you doing? How you doing? Yeah. It was okay. Um, <laughs> if you're on, if you want to see it in theaters, go see it in theaters. If you're on the fence, watch it on Netflix. Yeah, it costs thirty dollars in like what four months to come on Netflix. Yeah, just just I, I would actually actively suggest waiting for it. I'm sorry, Raul. Uh, I don't want people to at me for. Oh, I went to go see one of your SmackDown movies, and I, I know, I know, I know. So did I. <laughs> also, I was there. Also, opening also. this week, Dale is taking control of the SmackDown with, with Jackass in an action park and whatever the <laughs> fuck a drift is. Uh, tornado in Central Park, I think. Okay. <laughs> I will earn twenty-four dollars and two tacos this weekend. It's a double walk walk. Mm, tacos. Uh, mm. The the fun part of action. I'll, I'll give Johnny Knoxville something on his stupid ass fucking movies. He does his own stunts, and they're all really stupid. And he damn near broke his neck and died on this movie. So you know, I mean, that's something. It's not. I, I can guarantee it's not going to be a good something, but it's. It's, it's, it's definitely something. there. Um, I, will, I applaud the craft. I don't applaud the uh, content. Yeah. Oh, a young, mildly attractive couple get uh, oh, their their first their first lovers too. Plot twist, and they get caught in uh, hurricanes uh, together forever. And that movie poster, though, I don't like how they're silhouetted. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Hang on, I got a link here. It's in the chat. That's what that's what adrift is. Okay then. Uh, <laughs> Raul is still in first place with eighteen point six million dollars. I'm still in second place with ten point five million dollars. Charles is in third place with three point four million dollars. Uh, wow. Um, Dale's in fourth place with. Two point one million dollars. Two point one point one two three and four in the last three episode in uh, point three and four. Uh, Carrie and Josh are never making their first movie. Or something. I don't know. <laughs> They're never making their first movies. What? Late. So uh, what 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 happened hey, to Josh? Week? Josh going on this week. <laughs> This week on the Geek.io Media Network, the generic live show breaks down the abortion reform in Ireland. And on the Manipool this week, a lesson for the ages, true now as it was and ever will be. Real heroes do their homework, kids. Training of the mind, body, and social skills, the band prepares to chase down and verify a legend in hopes of continuing their own. And on this week's Liquid Handicap, we had a bit of a bit of a wild ride. Mm. As, from the moon. Uh, yeah, we had a special guest from the moon decide to show off some of a kickstartable game, Wild Mage. Uh, I highly recommend casting fire while on the potato. <laughs> nice. That may or may not actually be put into the game now. The All big right. potato movement. <laughs> I hope so. That would make me so happy. I think Josh just influenced the game with his pun yesterday. Also, it was kind of great seeing the developer of the game cast Meteor on that. No, more. Spam it. I said spam it. Spam, spam it. I'm out of mana! I can't spam it anymore! Get on your ship, it gives you more region. It was just, it was great. And also, stand back now! <laughs> Wait, no, not that close, get back! Cast fireball on the ship. This ship, yeah. Fireball. Not that close! Is there, is there friendly fire? Yep, there's definitely friendly fire spell damage. I yeah. should probably turn friendly, sp friendly fire damage down. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it, it's all going into, he probably has a notebook. That he's oh, yeah. Writing, like, okay, so, yeah. Let me bring that damage down. And uh, on a pre on a pre alpha game, like basically tech demo at this point, I only found one game breaking bug, which is well done. Like obviously there's some because you know it's it's still pre alpha is pre alpha, but man um, pre alpha. I mean yeah. But yeah, there was only one game breaking thing where the uh, keyboard map would go away. <laughs> and that's that's pretty minor for pre alpha. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I was I was absolutely expecting like Weird. I mean, weird. Weird shit. Me being stuck in the air for a while, but uh, you know, at least I can recover from that one. Mm -hmm. Kai channeled his inner Amy and just flew up into the sky and never came back down. Which, that was a <laughs> damn pretty skybox. Yeah, it was definitely a pretty skybox that I got stuck in. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, they will see you next week. Um, I don't know. We may show up. I don't know yet. Depends. Depends. Uh, Technically, we're not out of with special guests. The people who own this network. Technically, we're not out of town until uh, the four, or the thirteenth or fourteenth. If so. they do show up, can I put with CJ Boat in the uh, in the title I can do for the videos and stuff? Yes. Oh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> All right, guys. 
We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Hi, my name is Water Buffalo, and I hope you've enjoyed this UK Media Network production. Copyright 2018. You see how that works? Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this broker. <laughs> because it's shown in bullshit. <laughs> <laughs>